Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, the Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. the show with this because your beloved 49ers are playing the Pittsburgh Steelers this Sunday I have money down on this if your boy Jimmy G (laughs) screws me over I will burn the show to the ground (laughs) just don't come to me looking for money I'm coming directly to you. <laughs> you represent them and their whole West Coast bullshit. I'm coming after you. And it's just generally an awesome song. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Sons of Slam podcast is on your airwaves. Sons of Slam show on Twitter. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Queens boy, Mr. Joe Black. Oh, yeah, sorry. you're. <laughs> right. And your mic is off. Um, we have so much. Now to it's talk. on, bitch. <laughs> this ain't Studio A. I got controls. Uh, I gotta put the volume down. No, no, see, I can do that. Now. <laughs> All right, we have so much to talk about. Let's just jump right in before we get into. All the goings on that happened this week in uh, really was just WWE um, and boy was it wrestling. Uh, very very few things outside the ring. Let's just get right into it because we have so much to talk about and so little time. Um, first and foremost, I want to jump into the fact that uh, where is it here? Um, did you read about Bang Bros? First of all, do you know what Bang Bros is? Um, I'm just saying this. I'm saying this really. Do I read Bang Bros? No, I don't. For the articles. Do you okay. watch Bang Bros? Oh, yeah. For the articles? Um, for the articles, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. I watch it for the performance and the production. <laughs> <laughs> Highly productive. Highly productive. Uh, Bang Bros apparently has um, is putting in a bid for $10 million for Miami's NBA stadium to call it the Bang Bros Center. Oh, my God. And this is not like a fluke. This is an actual thing. That's real? This is real. That's incredibly hilarious. For the naming rights, Miami's NBA stadium, which is now American Airlines Arena. Wow. Bang Bros Arena. Yo. <laughs> We're live from Bang Bros Arena for a precise matchup between the Miami Heat. <laughs> if that eventually does happen, they're just going to call it the BBA. And nobody's, nobody's going to say Bang Bros. Nobody's going to say Bang Bros. <laughs> they're just going to say, welcome to the BBA Arena. Uh. <laughs> that is hilarious. I can't believe that that's actually a thing. It's only $10 million, though, to do that? To name a stadium? I, I could just say, like, uh, it's $10 million. But I'm saying $10 million is like, it's not chump change. It's nothing now, though. So if I can come up with eleven million and call it uh, Ask Muncher Unanimous uh, Anonymous uh, Arena, the, the the Quad A, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The AMA. The I AMA. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I okay. I'm sorry. I didn't think it was it was that cheap. I thought it was it'd be, and they, they put the, the picture. I'm holding a picture of what it would the artist rendering of what it would look like, and they have the the logo on. This top is the of, logos on on top, oh on top of the logo Bang Bros like on the top aerial of the, view. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> on top of the arena. Make it happen, please. The Bang Bros Arena, Bang Bros Center. Sorry, Bang Bros Center in Miami. Um, all places it makes sense, Miami. You yeah, know, there you go. It really does. <laughs> That's weird. Um, I don't. I don't. <laughs> what What in their right mind possessed them to think? Hey, let's get an arena. I'm sorry. Who in their right mind would accept that offer for ten million bucks? You said it yourself. It's ten million dollars. Yeah, but for an NBA team, it's not going to happen. I know. If it was a porn arena, 100. I would 100 see it happening. How much would it take to get instead of just calling the arena for ten million dollars? How about you fork over twenty million dollars? And put the emblem on all the jerseys, since now that's what they're doing. Like like soccer. You put it right in your, your chest and have the bus with the, the wings right on top. Yo. That sounds awesome. Can you what is that? Mommy, what I'll buy sound? a Miami Heat shirt if that happens. <laughs> like all the jerseys now sold up Models has the Bang Bros logo. Yeah. Just, just awesome. Purchase them on Models and Pornhub.com. And Pornhub.com and, <laughs> and BangBros.com. Um, what else? you <laughs> Make this happen. Keeping with the... Uh, Let's call it copyright filing. WWE misspelled someone's name while trying to file copyrights. Okay. Your girl, Io Shirai. Yes. Love her. They filed it as Lo Shirai. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> right? So Lo Shirai. So, yo, come on. Like, get with the program a little bit. Lo Shirai is... is cross your T's and dot, literally dot your eyes. Dot your eyes. And do not cross that L. That was an Asian joke. I just want to point that out. Wow. Why would you point that out when I didn't even get that? And now you're just... You're I just thought you were getting quiet because of that. No. I'll I was waiting honest. for your next story, but now I'm not quiet because you're a racist. Okay. Um, Ronda Rousey. Don't, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I, I was always joking around about your your laden, like, on undercurrent racist... Racist? 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 I can't even say Racist? I guess I'm even a word. You're racist. Now you're just blatant. Now you're just a blatant racist. I'm not a blatant racist. You just You just said it. No, I said it was not a joke. You just said it was a joke. No, it wasn't. I just said it wasn't a joke. You just pointed out it was Asian. I did. Okay, so it's but racist. I said it wasn't a joke. Racist. <laughs> Go on. I don't think I can be racist if my last name's black. I bu- just want to point that I'm out. Pull, there. I'm calling that bullshit. Next. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Ronda Rousey <laughs> is being eyed for a she-white role. White in Colombian. But okay, gun. That sounds like drugs. White, white <laughs> that sounds like drugs. It sounds like drugs. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> <laughs> She's being eyed, Ronda Rousey's being eyed for a She-Hulk role in the new Disney Plus series. Okay. I'm very interested to see what she'll pull off as a She-Hulk. Uh, but she's not big enough to me to be a She-Hulk. That's where... Uh, Shouldn't look like Lou Ferrigno. You know who would have made a better She-Hulk? Beth Phoenix. China. But that's that's where, you know... What? Special effects comes in. <laughs> and yeah, but like, Mark Ruffalo was, I don't was not that just big when he it, turned into the Hulk. <laughs> but here's the thing. I don't uh, want to see like the last Hulk that was in the Avengers. I thought it was cool, mm. but I didn't really like it because you're just seeing Mark Ruffalo's face on the Hulk. On the Hulk. It was, like Smart Hulk, I get it for the comics yes. and all that, but it just looked aesthetically I, I weird. I understand CGI is still not there yet because we've come a long way since The Rock in The Mummy. But, uh, God, that was awesome. That was, it was awesome but awful at the same time. Oh, yeah. Um, they still have a long way to go. With that being said, they can put Ronda Rousey and have her CGI'd and do the same thing as as the regular Hulk. Oh yeah, 
It's, have you ever seen the behind the scenes footage of of uh, Mark Ruffalo shooting that yes. all those Hulk scenes yes. where he just holding the whole thing on holding top of them on top of them, right? <laughs> Hilarious, <laughs> all the dots and shit. Every time, I've always wanted to do that though. What? Like just have the dot suit on you, yes, and just then just like look at, look in the computer and you're just doing a whole bunch of hand waves and everything. <laughs> Sounds like fun. It does. Let's do it. <sighs> iPad shut off on me. Oh, freaking! You know all why? Right. You, do you know why it happened? Because my face is too ugly and it just no, reacts. Because you're racist. Go ahead. No. Yes. First off, iPad's black, not white. I don't want to hear nothing about being racist. The, the, the screen's white. Go ahead. It's my notes. <laughs> God damn it. Big Cass. Uh, oh, big Cass. Oh, big Cass. Big Cass. We got to address this. Yes. The elephant in the room. Yeah. Uh, big Cass elephant in the room. Yes. Yes. Cass. Cass Excel. <laughs> Cass Excel. Sorry. Is now known. Yes. Yes. Was arrested, mm. but not charged. Mm. For threatening to kill Joey Janela, very interesting turn of events because everybody thought that he was doing so well, mental health wise. Yes, not so much. Apparently not. Um, I have it. Cass chased Joey Janela around the locker room and threatened to kill him, and said he would shoot him after the show. He accused other wrestlers of stealing his gear and stuff, and said he'd kill them too. Got into a physical confrontation with Pat Buck. And Buck laid him out quickly. Why, why did he go after Joey Janela specifically? Uh, are we going to bring this back to Enzo? That, that, that's, I'm trying to clarify for the audience if they don't know. Yes. It's because of Enzo. you think it would? All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're probably right. It's but re- as far as that, like him stealing the gear and stuff like that, that didn't make sense to me. No, all. no. That doesn't make sense at all. But I'm saying that was. The whole Enzo thing makes sense. Also from Cass being from, you know, the tri-state area right. as well as Janela. Mm-hmm. It's always beef between Jersey and New York. Always. <laughs> Why, though? Because <laughs> New York is above everybody else. <laughs> physically and in superiority well, to everything. Well, not physically above everybody else because there's still a whole bunch more up there, but mentally above everybody else. <laughs> to, to, fan, to my fans and all concerned, I have been very honest with my past struggles, and it has been an ongoing battle on Saturday night. I obviously let my demons get the better of me, and I ruined it's an important night for a really great guy in an unfortunate series of events. Uh, talk about Enzo. I have worked incredibly hard to get where I am and even harder to overcome my ongoing battle with depression, but I will work my absolute hardest to right the wrongs of Saturday night and apologize to Kevin Matthews, Pat Buck, Joey Janela, and the entire WrestlePro locker room and all parties involved from the bottom of my heart. I'm getting help from family and friends, and as we speak, uh, we'll be getting professional help in the near future and ask all to please respect my privacy in the meantime. When and if I reemerge as a public figure, it will be in in good faith, and I hope to inspire those who struggle with the same mental health issues I do to seek. I just had to flip the Get the next so. picture. Hold on. <laughs> we emerge, struggle when I seek the help I, they need. With the same mental health issues I do to seek the help they need. If Tyson Fury can do it, so can I. Remember, I ain't dead yet, and neither are you. Peace and love. William Patrick Morrissey III. Big Cass. Big Cass. XLLLL. Yeah. So. Uh, it's he great, just, crazy turn of events. This apparently weekend. not his it first, his first opportunity, first the thing he's done, and uh, this is by far his first his, rodeo. It's not his first rodeo, first uh, mental breakdown rodeo, and yeah, uh, no. hopefully it might be his. La- hopefully it will be his last. Not might. Hopefully well, the first one was revolved around Carmella, yeah, and the second one revolved around Enzo. We should drop that. Maybe he just got to get away from blondes quick. Maybe that's that's a common factor here, isn't it? Isn't it? Ain't it though? It's not women. It's just blondes. <laughs> it's just blondes. <laughs> Ridiculous. Those blondes. Last but not least, before we get into everything that happened this week. Yes. Official 
first night of the draft will be on October 11th, mm-hmm. and the second night will be on the 14th. And it's going to be epic, even though it's not going to be the whole... And even though I mentioned this last week about the drafts and mentioned those... But it wasn't confirmed on WWE programming. Gotcha. Now it's confirmed. So the, and now it's confirmed on Sunday Slam podcast. So and they also, so which which that's all you need. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. And they made mention of the the wild card. No more wild card. Thank <laughs> God. I was so waiting for someone to say that. So no more wild card. Even though uh, Charlotte Flair came out this week, so technically there's still a wild card. But after the draft, there won't be a wild card. Well, I think they're kind of doing it right now, as if like people don't know what brand they're on. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. I want to see NXT in this in this draft too. Mm-hmm. I want to see main event stars going to NXT, no, 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 and I want to see NXT going to main event. I don't. I know. don't understand why you still have to keep them separate. I don't know about that uh, because NXT is better, and they should just keep those those superstars on NXT and not screw it, screw it up for them. This is this is true. I mean, I, I don't know. I just I feel like. At what point do you think do you start seeing NXT as a third brand in the WWE. As of right now when they went live this week. Okay, so why can't we also draft them? That's me. I, I, um, you know what I mean? If it's a third brand, it's on the same network as the other one, why can't we draft I, them? I understand the concept. I just I feel like you're screwing up. Uh, <laughs> they made mention, ironically made mention of when the, the B team wrestled this week. Um, Bo Dallas and his him being the longest reigning NXT champion. Yeah. Uh, and then now look. Did he say the longest or one of the longest? I think it's the I will I will reconfirm that now, but uh, either way, it's it's either one or two, and, yeah. and now look at them. So you bring them up, and you know Vince has no clue what to do, as as oh, as always. As, so then a- here anything. raises the question: Why is Vince still here? <laughs> why is the owner still in charge? Um, well, Tony Khan is in charge of AEW, right? Because he knows when to back off. He's a fan of wrestling, but he knows that there are people in, in the business that know better than he does. And just like like we mentioned exactly. previous weeks, you have an owner, you have a general manager. Unlike, uh, with the exception of Jerry Jones of the Cowboys, you have owners and general managers. And general managers take care of the business. They, they talk to their higher-ups, get, con- get confirmation as to what you need to do. You don't have Brian Cashman. Uh, doing anything without Hal Steinbrenner's approval, so yeah. you know, but he, but but Cashman is the one that does most of the decisions, and and is the one that comes down with the ideas for these trades. So it's not Hal Steinbrenner going out there; it's, it's Cashman. So the same idea, but Vince McMahon, this is all he knows. Yeah, there was there was no general manager. He back can't in the back day. off. This is what he knows. He bought the business; it's his idea. But he doesn't know it nowadays. The wrestling product from when he took over it, it, is yes. completely changed. Correct. Right? Do you remember Eugene? I was actually listening to a podcast where a comedian went to his first ever wrestling event. Yes. And it was SmackDown at MSG. Right. And the last time that he watched wrestling was when he was a kid during, you know, but even before the Monday Night Wars. Right. But he got, you know, he kind of sort of remembered Eugene because I guess he stumbled upon it once and he caught that storyline with Eugene and Triple H. Remember which, by that? the way, yes, which, by the way, would never fly nowadays. Go ahead. No. Because Eugene, the special. person, special, there you go. The actual person is very smart. Very smart, and <laughs> one of the best te- like uh, technical wrestlers in the world. Yes. My thing is that if Eugene was in today's product, he'd be a world champion off of his wrestling. Like, not Eugene the character, mm-hmm. Eugene the person, mm-hmm. Nick 
What was it? I don't know why Nick Bockwinkel is that, really. That's a referee. Okay, thank you. Never mind. <laughs> um, so I don't know his name. Uh-huh. But the person, the wrestler, mm-hmm. is probably one of the most gifted wrestlers in the world. And I don't understand why. Like back then it made sense because it didn't fit Vince's mold. But nowadays it's like he could have been world champion. Nick Dinsmore. Thank you. I knew it was Nick. Google. So I, I someone like that nowadays, like if that Daniel Bryan, if Daniel Bryan was in that WWE, he'd be Eugene. Right. If Seth Rollins was in that WWE, he'd be somewhat towards a Eugene type character mm. just because he was small and Vince didn't see him as championship material. Right. And now both of those are multi-time world champions. Right. So it's just a little bit odd. That Vince is still in charge. Meanwhile, he was doing stuff like bra and panty matches ten years ago. That's because the I mean the 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 attitude era had to come, and that was out of necessity because they were about to go out of business, and yeah. uh, he, had, he had no choice. And it was it was ultimately the right move. You can see, I, I always see uh, and always think about Vince when I hear names like the war the the Viking Raiders, the the War Raiders, the Heavy Machinery, like all these names that are just like so cheesy <laughs> like it that has Vince's name and stamp all over it War Machine um, would have been a good fucking name in the WWE but A it's trademarked God. it's tra- it trademarked by who Marvel Marvel yes right so Disney Disney <laughs> yes who also I'm pretty sure has a part in WWE how do you figure I may have just thought of that myself I just now. made that up okay that's my bad <laughs> See, that's why you're here, yeah, to, that's, that's, to make sure all my bullshit is correct, which, which most of the time, it's not. <laughs> It'd be awesome, though. If, I'm sure, if Disney's in everything else, they might as well just buy into WWE. I thought they did. They did not. They're literally, literally in everything. Literally. Literally in everything. Yes. But the only reason, not because of the trademark right. that they haven't taken War Machine, is because there was an MMA fighter named oh, yeah. War Machine right. who beat... The ever living shit out of his porn star girlfriend. Hey, bring it back. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. <laughs> definitely on Bang Bros. Definitely. Yes. You could search her. Yeah. We won't give her name. <laughs> but it, I don't know. Vince, it, I don't think Vince is. He's not doing it. Yeah. He's not capable of doing it no, anymore. I, I he's 70 something years old. Which is why he brought in the Heyman and, and Bischoff. Although it doesn't matter with Bischoff, it seems, because... Heyman's on both shows. Heyman's on both shows, and Bischoff just seems to be a, a figurehead. It doesn't seem like... Bischoff just seems to be a fly on the wall. There doesn't seem like to be any difference. Yes, there's, there's no difference in yeah. the SmackDown product. And unless you're unless he's building up for some sort of like big reveal for October 4th... There's a couple curse words here and there on SmackDown, maybe. Some will be called a bitch or an ass. The ones you can legally say on television? That's that's a step up from, for them. Exactly. From the PG era that they had for the last... The wrestling has even taken a toll. Yeah. Like, the physical wrestling matches, when SmackDown Live, whenever it started, 2016, I think, mm-hmm. whenever it went live every week, as mm-hmm. opposed to tape some weeks, live a week here and there, mm-hmm. that had some of the best wrestling matches you've seen ever. Mm-hmm. But now it's sort of like Vince just got his paws all over it. It's, yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't like it. Well, not more chair shots. Don't get me started. On like that, just please. just chair shots, like left and right. It's like it, if there's a match, there's a chair. <laughs> it seems like there's every every five seconds there's some sort of chair shot going. But on. the good thing is that I don't think we got a two out of three falls match this week. We did not on any three shows. We did not, and it was perfect. As a matter of fact, we got a a commercial with raw action on while the commercial's going on, and NXT, and okay, See both there. of them. There you go. 
was crazy. Just uh, it's that's just so weird. <laughs> it's a weird concept to wrestle during a commercial break. Just yeah, just insane. If anything, you should wrestle during a commercial break because God forbid something happens, the people that are watching are going to be like, "Oh fuck, I should have been there. I should have been there." <laughs> Where is it? Hawaii? <laughs> fuck. What is that? Like six hour flight? <laughs> I could have done it. It's a lot more. Twelve hour flight. <laughs> it's a lot more. Um, six hour flight to L.A. You got to yeah. lay over another six hours to Honolulu, like and that, then yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's it, they. Well, they either way they 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 uh they'll replay it. They'll they'll replay the uh whatever happened during the commercial break. So you, yeah. you won't miss it. Unless, but it, it'll be like a like a, a arm bar or a chokehold for back elbow three <laughs> three <laughs> minutes back elbow. Um, or in the case of NXT, it was just week? four people, four women laying on the ground for five minutes. Yeah, that first match on NXT, that first commercial went to. Mm. It was just them laying just on the laying ground. On the ground. Couple, <laughs> it was like two suicide dives back to back, and everybody was taken out. It was like three minutes of, and we'll be right back. And we're back, and we're back, and they're still on the floor. Yeah, um, it's all right. Uh, do we got anything else before we? Uh, That's it. Did, let's get into this Sunday's Clash of Champions. Uh, overall, what did you think? I thought it was good. Okay, I watched every match as opposed to fast forwarding through a, a handful. <laughs> okay, um, and I really liked how. Technically, every title was defended on Sunday. Uh, well, you say technically. They, because every, the 24-7 title actually wasn't a match, and nobody won it. That's not a match. It's never a match. Yes, but it was defended. Right, it was. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Technically, okay. every title was defended. Okay, well, there you go. Um, Cruiserweight, uh, Gulak def- uh, defends and... Uh, moving on. Defends and retains. And retains, <laughs> and there you go. Uh, AJ Styles and Cedric Alexander. So... <laughs> Poor Cedric. Uh, a- as of late, it has been it has come come to my attention and over different uh, uh, mediums here that uh, McMahon. <laughs> it's like he's putting a hit. He can put out a hit on on certain characters that he just doesn't want to rise up. So uh, it's it's being reported that McMahon is calling for Cedric Alexander's and his, his actual quote Cedric Alexander's burial. Yes. Uh, this. this should explain why AJ has destroyed him so thoroughly in the last uh, couple outings. But has it been thoroughly? Because Cedric has had a lot of good offense. He hasn't been able to right. secure it. It was not thoroughly. But it, it's it, you can see a uh, very sudden left turn shift yeah. <laughs> with him. Uh, quote, I was told last night that Vince McMahon wants to bury him. I don't know why. I don't know why he'd want to do that. Even though he's, he's uh, on the level of, well, first of all, I haven't seen Buddy Murphy in a while. But we saw Ali this week. I told you, Buddy Murphy was in that shot by accident. Then, it, it, well, so he was in the shot by accident. He rose to stardom in in about a month mm-hmm. to awesomeness, and now where is he? Nowhere. Okay. Uh, Ali was on this week, so this this like trio of of wrestling and Ricochet I put in there too. Um, these little guys that could have come up from two hundred five in NXT and are just are killing it. I and, and Cedric Alexander is one of them. And I wouldn't put Ricochet in there. Why not? I wouldn't put Ricochet in that in that group. Size wise, yeah, I put Ricochet in that group. As far as skill set, skill set as well, I put Ricochet in that. group. So why would you not put him in the? Because I don't think he's getting buried. I'm not saying buried. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying. My my point was with the four of them that when they came up, that Ali should have had his his chance a while ago, months ago, but he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Ali, Buddy Murphy, by accident, got his shot, and he he took full advantage of it, and and nothing happened. And nothing happened. Yeah. Ali, I uh, said Ali, Buddy Murphy, Cedric. Um, Cedric Alexander, who did the same thing, and there and and uh, Heyman is all behind him, 
and yet McMahon is not. But here's the thing. I don't think Cedric is getting... Uh, obviously, to Vince, he wants to bury him. But I think if Paul has anything to do with it, it's going to be a, a like a Kofi-type push. Mm. You know what I mean? He'll be buried for a little while, and in a couple of years, because Paul Heyman came out and said that he wants to slow push Cedric. Right. So if he comes out in a year or two, and all of a sudden you see this, you know, crazy skyrocket of the character, it would make sense that it's it's not really a burial. It might be a temporary burial, just so he puts more people over. But that would just make the story of his comeback as a face even better. So the, oh, the 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 idea of the burial is because if he loses interest, which is what the, this article says, if he loses interest, then he's gonna he's gonna put you down. Yeah. Uh, but he so he just put you on the roster. But how could you lose interest in I, – I, maybe I'm just being a homer. I, I, how, how could you lose interest in those particular guys that are adding something to this product that need, needed to be added years ago? Because you because McMahon has and has always had He's this stereotypical that, guy. Yes, that's exactly why. He, like Roman Reigns, you have this guy, that the, the guy that's huge, Brock Lesnar, and, and they should be the champion even though you have Kofi Kingston. and uh, Brother, uh, King of the Ring is a stereotypical Vince McMahon guy. Yes, six four two forty. But your two champions, six, two, two twenty. Whatever your two you champions call it. are six one six two, weighing two twenty, two fifteen, two twenty. If that, Kofi Kingston and Seth Rollins are, and and CrossFit Jesus are on the smaller end of what McMahon expected to I be. I wouldn't uh, even say that they're over two hundred pounds. Well, no, definitely. I would say at least two hundred pounds. Okay. Um, with that being said, uh, why would you not have these guys come up and add something fresh to the product because they're not your guys? Because you don't see them as championship material, even though the fans are always fully behind them. Once again, damn it, Chad freaking Gable comes out, has a, has a spot not only in the King of the Ring on Monday, mm-hmm. has the spot on Tuesday and SmackDown uh, with Corbin and gets, gets a, one of the biggest pops of the entire night for the, like the third week in a row. What? <laughs> I, I, again, I, you keep saying McMahon keeps saying that there is you're doing it for the fans. You get the fan reaction, which is why Kofi got his push. Why Daniel Bryan got his push at, at WrestleMania 30. You get the fan reaction as to what they want, and you give them what they want. And so for the rest of the year, it's 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 I'm taking my toy back. I think with Chad Gable's circumstance, I think it's more along the lines of nobody can really see him as a king, right? Like the king of the ring. Is well, not really reserved for a guy like Chad Gable. It's also reserved for a heel. Exactly. Right. That's the number one thing it's reserved for. You're more likely. Your best bet is to have a heel as your king of the ring, mm. just because it's just it's so much easier to play off as, as a heel. Right. And if you are a babyface, eventually you know it's going to lead to a heel turn, because mm. you can't be a heel and a baby. I mean, a, a king and a babyface at the same time. Right. It just really doesn't it, work. It doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work out. But like, look at the robe. Look at all that, and then try to picture it on top of Chad Gable's head. <laughs> it kind, it kind me, of doesn't work. Me and him are the same height, and uh, I'm like, yeah, it would like drape on the floor and like get dragged. Yeah, <laughs> it would look like a fucking wedding gown. <laughs> like a wedding gown. Um, okay, I went into the whole thing because of Cedric Alexander and why he he's all of a sudden losing to uh, to Styles in the way he is. Uh, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, you're right. It'll be a slow build, and it gets to be where it should be. So I feel like the entire card for Clash of Champions, we should just write our pay-per-views from now on because we got every single one right. We did, right? We got every single one right. Let's go. Um, oh, I, I did. I'm going to start doing this pinky thing like Booker did. I, I did. I don't know if you did. I don't know. No. I probably got one wrong. 
Um, More than likely. So, well, we did say that. Uh, oh, we did get one wrong because we both agreed that Fire and Desire was going to uh, win the. Oh, uh, look at that! You're right. Damn it! Shit! All right, so that's the one I do remember. I did say Ziggler. <laughs> I did say Ziggler and Rude would would win because it has you have to set up for Rollins and Strowman. So yeah. they're your new tag champs. Um, Bailey and Charlie. We said that Bailey was going to win as a heel, as a heel, and she definitely won as a she heel. She definitely won as a heel. And her, I, 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 it would take me too much time to pull up the song. But this uh, is the next one. I got. Yeah, we don't need the booty song right now. We'll, we'll get we don't. We always need the booty song, but because her ass on on Clash was good God, but uh, go ass on Clash on ass Clash on Clash on Clash <laughs> ass on ass. Just amazing. Yes, go ahead. Uh, New Day and Revival. This is one I got wrong because I thought New Day was going to retain. Because mm. I really didn't see. But here's also the thing. Mm. The Revival is now assigned to what brand? Before Clash, they were assigned to. Well, now they're going to be on SmackDown. Because, obviously. Because of the championship. But they were they were on both. Yes. But they were more so on SmackDown because of the. It's like when whenever FTR they came camp. out, it was still raw. It was still a raw graphic. Yes. Even if they were on SmackDown, it still came up as a raw graphic because that's what they were. Right. It's. I didn't. I, I get why the Revival won mm-hmm. having this whole. Uh, this big. Uh, we did it first. First NXT, first Raw, first SmackDown. The only team to ever win the NXT, Raw, and SmackDown tag titles. Right. I get that. Had I known before. That they had already done the first two, or actually, I didn't know. If I had put it together that they had not won the SmackDown title, I probably would have went through the revival. Because I just. Having the champion, and in your faction, you have the champion and the two, and the tag titles, mm. it just makes sense to me. Yeah. You know? But now that the revival has the tag titles, it's kind of a little different and all that shit. Uh, well, I think it could also be carried over to. Uh SmackDown Live on Fox, like whoever you, which we'll, we'll get into the whole thing with Brock and Kofi. Also, um, let's see here. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, women's tag. Uh, oh, Alexa right. Bliss and Nikki Cross. Fire and desire. Um, I, I enjoy this match. I, I enjoy watching Mandy Rose. I really do. Just not even like to have to wrestle. Um, like point. Show me the booty. There it is. Me the booty. Oh. I want the booty. Back up the booty. I need the booty. I'm oh, sorry. Um, Can't be a Sons of Slam show now without a booty on. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn sorry. That should be my, my wedding song. Um, Holy cow. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> Get her to walk down the aisle on that song. Uh, now, isn't that the song you would play when you take the garter off? Yes. Right? That would make that sense. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I'm going to have you play my wedding. Um, you want me to DJ? <laughs> <laughs> <Your> DJ. Just, <laughs> he's playing that song for the f- tenth time in a row. The booty song. Uh, Why are you playing this? I don't know. Ask Chris. Ask, <laughs> that's what he wants. It's not it's mine. What, it's, it's, his. it's what he wanted to pay for. Um, he's not paying me to play. He's playing me to pay me to play one song. One song. That's, that's all he wants. <laughs> just one song. Everybody, I don't know why. Everybody in the in the uh, in the place is. He walk, wants to come into the game. Out. It's time to play the game. Time, yes. Yes. And then he wants the booty song. I don't, I don't know why. Song. Yes. I want the booty song for the cake cutting. <laughs> I want the booty song for the first dance. Yes. Ah, the cake cutting. Get cake it? Cutting. Cake. Uh-huh. Cut the cake. Cut the cake. Got it. Booty. All right. Uh, fire design. I, I really thought they were going to win this. I thought they were going to. I thought they were too. They, it seemed like they were getting a good push. Yeah. But then, then nothing. And now nothing because they're too busy making uh, healthy donuts. Uh, sure what? You, yeah. You don't, you don't follow them on, on the socials? I, I can't follow Mandy Rose because that would take up all of my time. <laughs> it, it takes up a lot of my time. So <laughs> um, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose are... Have created a they they have a their own channel where they go around the country when they travel and they eat 
donuts. So when they work out, they work out. But they have their cheat day, they eat, eat donuts. So it, while they were doing this, they were like, we should make up our own donut. And so they, they've officially come up with their own donut. It's called Mandy's Donuts. And so, <laughs> and so they had um, they were at a, a uh, health and fitness expo in Vegas. Goldberg was there. Goldberg tried these donuts out. So they're basically, it's low-carb donuts. And they have different flavors. And How can you have a low-carb donut? It's they have low-carb pancakes. There's low-carb. Uh, when I go to GNC, there's low-carb bars. Like there's there's low-carb everything. Yeah, but it it's, doesn't a, make sense. To it's me. a thing. It's a, oh, I know it's a thing. I don't know if it's good, but it's a thing. <laughs> as far as the carbs, it, the carbs are are taken out. Anything that's got low in it, yeah. probably not that good. Probably not that good. Because uh, it's good for you, more than likely, but probably not that good. So yeah, so I'm. Uh, we'll we'll try those donuts while we talk about it. Some some point. At some point, I will bring in the donuts. And, oh, that'd be good. And we'll try it. That'd out be great. And see what happens. Um, Shinsuke defeating the Miz. Wait, yes. Our truth defended the twenty four seven title in the middle of that match. <laughs> That's right. This is true. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Successfully defended the twenty four seven title. However. How hilarious would it be I like if the, right in the I middle like the of that bliss. match... I like the Bliss went, went for the pins. <laughs> if right in the middle of that match, Alexa Bliss pins and wins. Yeah. And then you just see the dudes like... Aye. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Back to the drawing board, yeah, fellas. Yeah, I see. But I see that would be different with like Alexa Bliss if she had it, as opposed to like freaking uh, Maria, who was pregnant. That's why they didn't touch her. Well, yeah. But having like Alexa Bliss, they'd, they'd go after her. They would, but I don't... Like, I where think do you they pin would... her on her legs? Huh? What? Do you, do you pin her on her legs? I'll pin her on the bed. <laughs> I'll pin on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, as long as I can just set them up, you knock them down. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Like, I can't, I can't hey, pin Ruth you. out here. I knock them out of the park. I, I can't pin you on your boobs. I'll pin you. Yes, I'll pin you down on, uh, with your legs. Okay. Anywho, um, <laughs> where the hell was he? Okay. Uh, yeah, Shinsuke. Naka, Shinsuke. Uh, defeating, Nakamura. De- defeating the Miz. You call, <laughs> call this one. Uh, what else here? Sasha Banks. And Bang on. Lynch, yes. If Miz won that match, yes. he would have tied for the most intercontinental title reigns ever. With Jericho? Yes. Okay. They said it multiple times on the broadcast. He will tie for the most ever title reigns ever. Never mentioned. Never mentioned. <laughs> the yeah. entire time I was like, okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. With a, <laughs> with a person that we can't say their name. Yeah. Or he who shut up Voldemort. Voldemort. <laughs> he will tie it. Voldemort for the most intercontinental titles He's of all time. Voldemort the most, <laughs> most title reigns. <laughs> can't can't say a competitor's name. Um, every, you know, by the way, Bret Hart on a on a, on a yes. AEW kick here. Bret Hart, who presented the belt, two time WWE Hall of Famer Bret Hart. Yes. Go on. Who presented the belt on AEW? Yes. Pay per view. Yes. Is in the WWE 2K20 commercial. Okay. With the legends. Yeah. How did that work out? Um, more than likely, they filmed that in like February mm. before he even went to AEW. I got you. And at that point, you're just like, you can't really take him out of the shot. Right. Also, I'm hoping Vince just sucked it up and realized that Brett is one of the best in the world mm. of all time, I should say, not of now. <laughs> of all time, right? And all those, I really wanted to just see how good of a storyline would that be. I'm the best. No, I'm the best. No, I'm the best. And then have all of them oh, fight. All of them fight. <laughs> Hogan would have one move. And uh, who, would, who would be victorious in that, that, that group? Of that, who was in that, that group? Because I haven't seen that commercial in a couple of days. Okay, so it was Bret it Hart. Was Brett to the, the far left. Stone Cold. Bret Hart. Stone Cold. Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Sean. Sting. Sting. Sean. That's five. There Was there one more? Bret was the last one that came in. 
Brett was the last one. Brett was the last one? No, no, Sean, okay. Sean was the last one. Okay. Brett and then Sean. Yeah, Brett and then Sean because there was that whole and thing. And coincidentally, they put him on the, the total opposite ends of each other. Was Rick there? <laughs> he was not. He wasn't, right? He was not. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Only two out of those people are on my Mount Rushmore. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Really? No. Yeah. And those two are? Oh, Stone Cold and Hulk. Interesting. Yeah. I just, I can't, you can't get around the notoriety behind both of those people. So the... Okay. The casual wrestling fan, mm. I mean, the, the the people who don't even know wrestling at all are going to know who Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold Steve Austin are. Now, granted, they also might know who Shawn Michaels is because of his longevity. I think Stone Cold is, has crossed over into that. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. But you, you're saying, I'm sorry, you, you said that Stone Cold, the casual, the casual fan... No, I'm saying people who don't even know wrestling at all. Okay, so my girlfriend who who went to WrestleMania this year, yes, uh, had no clue who anybody was. Okay, but when Hogan came out, she was like, "Oh, it's Hulk Hogan." Exactly. And I said, "Oh yeah, it's it's the racist," and and she got a, she got a chuckle. Alleged. No, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. There's actual tape of him <laughs> saying the N word. Um, so that yes, so she she knew. Hang on, so Vince is a racist too. Uh, saying to Cena, there is actual tape of him saying the N word during a raw taping. Yes, yes, yes. okay. Just as long as we got the air about that. Yeah, you really got to think about this now, don't you? It was just the way the way he said it though was so funny that uh, it was more street. It was more street, like a hello. But he is white, so he can't pull that off. No, nor should he say that because you he's know white. what's really funny. <laughs> Total tangent right now. Yes, Lil Dicky. You know who that is? I don't really. I know, but I'm, I'm gonna find out. He's a he's a rapper. Okay. Listen to some of his songs. They're hilarious. I'm good. No, <laughs> his he, name is Little Dicky. I'm, I think I'm good. He's white too. Of course. Well. <laughs> With Little Dicky, uh. duh. He's gonna be white. He's gonna be white. Little Dicky. He's got a song that's like. Uh... Shit, I forgot the song now. Fuck. Moving on. Moving on. Um, I'll, I'll find it for you. Uh, Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. I just forgot what we were talking about before. We went on uh, the the Mount Rushmore tangent. Uh, the best wrestler after of, that of those five. After then... that. Uh, I don't know. I totally forgot how Little Dicky came into this. There was a song that he had that had a whole. Does it have the N word in it? No. Yes, they're perfect. <laughs> it doesn't have the N word in it. Uh-huh. But at the end of his song, he yeah. goes, "I don't understand why like Fat Joe and everybody else of Hispanic descent could say the N word, but I'm not because it's like it would really help my job out because I'm a rapper." <laughs> <laughs> at least he's honest. <laughs> um. <laughs> Like, I just think it's funny. <laughs> I, I I really thought. Uh, see, I I I I thought I said that Becky Lynch was going to retain. I really thought that, Becky, that Sasha Banks would have won, though. Yes, because because of the idea. No, I did actually say it. I got that wrong wrong too. I, I apologize. I said Sasha Banks, and I thought that her and Bailey would. I think we both said Sasha. Her and Bailey would have yeah. would have been good being both champions, but they didn't go down that route, and so now they well, just, just furthering well, the story, furthering the storyline yeah. into Hell in a Cell, which I think is which is great. Now, um, do you think Sasha wins at Hell in a Cell? I do. Just because of the she's been in it before type thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. I do. And I also think that Becky's, not, not that her time should be I up. thought this was one of the best matches of the night. Oh, uh, yeah. Absolutely. The ending was a little weird. Yeah. But I thought this one and the last match were the best matches of the yes, night. Yes. Absolutely. Um, uh, the next match was... Kofi and Randy. Kofi and Randy. Uh, I thought it was another really good match. Another really good match. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Kofi winning. Randy's... Uh, I, I give him credit, man, for being in the game so long and... Doing what he's doing. In Do you know why I think he can be in the game so long? Because he can put people over without it affecting him at all. Right. It's it's unbelievable how much he can just lose. Yeah. And still win in and the still end. Win, still be like over. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think Randy's not. He, 
I know this is a double negative, but he's not never going to be over. Right. right. No, I get it. You know, <laughs> I get it. It's always going to be no, over. It's always going to be over. But no, I, I completely understand. You know who was who was like that though? Um, and now we're just, just thinking about that. Uh, Bray Wyatt, who in his fifteen thousand different reincarnations of characters, um, was like Three. over, but on. then it, it was like four or five. Okay, sure. That's true. Like four. Uh, would be over, but then like when you try to put o- over people, then it kind of got like buried. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Orton, I see that Orton didn't, doesn't have that say the same thing. Um, I thought I thought the next match actually was really good too. Uh, Reigns and and Rowan, uh, only because of apparently everybody's coming out of the woodwork with uh, contracts now, and <laughs> and uh, everybody that was put on the shelf and saying um, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. No, no, you're not done because you know there's cash. So uh, I'm done, I'm done. But I do like money. I do like money. So at the end of the day, I'm just going to show up and get paid. So Luke Harper's back. Eat shit, cash checks. They, is that why you have to cash the checks? Because you're eating shit? Well, Luke Harper was basically eating <laughs> he's shit. He's shit. And now he looks it. Cause he's, now he's cashing checks. He's skinny as hell. Um, Luke Harper is, is back. and uh, I thought Rowan's music was very dumb. I thought. I want to point that out. Okay. Interesting. I just, I didn't, it didn't match the person gotcha. to me. I just, I didn't like it. Mm. And it was weird. Okay. However, uh, did you know that Rowan could actually wrestle? Because uh, that match that he put on, no, <laughs> it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was pretty good <laughs> was for actually, someone who's just supposed to be a like brute a background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's just supposed to be someone's muscle. Yeah, and now like he, he noticed he, he can actually he, wrestle. He can put on a match. Luke Harper's still a better wrestler. Yes, I just want to point that out. But Rowan can actually wrestle. Rowan can do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Rollins and, and Strowman. Um, I figured Rollins would win, but. Uh, uh, Listen, if you if you have to get a curb stomp four times and then do a pedigree on Strowman, I think that's do you the think, right way to do it. Do you think Rollins wor- is working hurt? Uh, no. Why? I'm just I'm thinking about why take it why take the title off of him again? Because it, listen, Hell in a Cell is coming up soon, a mm. couple weeks away. Bray Wyatt's going to win the title there. Right. It's m- more than likely unless there's interference from someone else. I. It, which will hurt if Bray Wyatt does not walk out of Hell in a Cell with the Universal Title. It's going to hurt the Fiend character. Sure. Regard, no matter what. Right. Unless Bray Wyatt is wrestling as Bray Wyatt from Firefly Fire- Funhouse. <laughs> yes. Where it comes out looking like fucking Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's he's he has to win. Yes. There's no other way I can see that going. So I, I. Well, what, when you, when you a say better storyline would have been with Braun, f- to me. For. The feet. For both. Well, why do you say he's, he's working hurt, though? Because taking the title off him again. Right. You know what I mean? Um, How some champions will just be champion, and they won't have matches until the big pay-per-view, and then the big pay-per-view comes and they lose, and it comes out later that they were working hurt for him. All right, so side, side question. Is The Fiend getting this title shot too soon? I think so. Okay. I think it's too soon. Uh, do you think that Strowman could have done another program with Rollins like leading into Hell in a Cell no like you couldn't get put the two of them in a Hell's, Hell in a Cell match for the championship you could but I only see it as Seth being a heel okay that's the only way I see that match specifically working out so that if Strowman's out if, if Strowman's out in your mind and Fiend is too soon who would have jumped in there 
And it can't be Lesnar again because well, obviously, obviously not. But I'm saying, again. I'm saying before SmackDown, before his reveal on SmackDown, it couldn't have been Lesnar again because how how many times are we going to play the same? There record? are a whole bunch of people that that could have been up for the title, like AJ. Okay, AJ Seth in a Hell in a Cell match with no OC around. Right, that could have been a storyline. Is it as intriguing as what we're about to get? It's I think just because I think everything compared so to I know the fiend is like a different thing now, but everything compared to what we're actually going to get, who else could you possibly put in that spot and say, listen, you know what? It's not going to be. It might not be as good, but it might be comparable as far as entertainment was. Yeah. I, I, I said, I how, agree. listen. How do you see this match going at Hell in a Cell? I see it going. How long do you see it going? I see. Well, it has to go. It can't be a squash. It can't because it's a Hell in a Cell match, right? Because you just had a whole a whole match with the, the monster and, and the beast. The only thing I can see happening is Seth brings out an equalizer, sledgehammer, kendo stick, something, right? Where he brings it to the ring with him every time he's on Raw, right? Just to have something to help him out against the Fiend. Whenever the Fiend comes, boom, right. catches him. Okay, um, but it's I don't know. I, I I agree with what you're saying as far as it too soon. I mean, at some point he had to he had to get a match. Um, it's just. I think they're doing the Hell in a Cell thing because it's the fiend, because of the character, the character, and the that's why the concept, right? No, I. I but get, if you're gonna do it this way, I would have debuted him a little earlier, right? Have him come out, yeah. have the whole thing come. You know what I mean? Right. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, Bray Wyatt's been about him for a couple months now. Uh. Right. The whole Firefly Funhouse thing. We're on episode like eight or nine. That's it. And that, but that's every week. There's one a week. It's two months. Uh, I gotta look that up when that was, when that debuted. All right. Um, so coming out of Clash of Champions, uh, we get uh, the Monster Slayer. We get, uh, we get the Monster Slayer Fucking coming out. Cole. And now uh, Bray Wyatt basically takes over the entire damn show, the entire show, starting from the starting from the first right before the first commercial break. So the commercial break when they had the title screen on. Okay. Yes. And it's, it's now up, it's upside down. Go ahead. Do you think that someone tried to salvage their career by saying oh Bray Wyatt's taking over the show you think someone royally messed up I don't give a fuck about David behind me because I know he is <laughs> Shaking his head. okay uh, do you think that Bray Wyatt took over the show or do you think someone was testing out what they were going to do later on in the show and then it just so happened to mess up no it was it was on purpose okay uh, I was just as, as also reported, to me as first, also reported on, on many things when I saw the ending of the show I was like oh somebody did that by accident mm. And then couldn't get it back. No, it was, but but re- going, you know, coming out of it, you in, re- in hindsight, you know yeah, in hindsight, you, you know, it was, it was done on purpose. In the in, while I was watching it live, I'm yeah. like, what, what's going on? <laughs> and then, and then Renee, Renee, the way Renee said it, I, I know a lot of people was, shit on Renee, and as far as like an announcer or whatever, and she she plays that that, that face uh, announcer role. Yeah, but even in just that subtle line that she said is like, was that upside down the entire time? Like she she kind of said it as if like. It was a mistake. Yeah, and she she played it off well. Yeah, um, so that it was it was on purpose. And we and fast forward to the very end of Raw with the whole like twenty minute <laughs> Firefly Funhouse song. That was um, really creepy. It was very creepy. It was very creepy. Very well done. Yeah, very creepy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was awesome. So Bray Wyatt basically took over the entire show. Um, Strowman uh, <laughs> comes in and crashes the the tag team champion summit, and then um, we have uh, the OC. Defeating, uh, I saw something on once again Cedric, Cedric getting buried. Yeah, Cedric obviously get buried again. Yeah. But going back to the Braun thing, yes, I saw one of the revival put on Twitter or something like that where it was like, 
how is Braun trying to destroy the tag team division again? Right. You know? <laughs> Stay out of it, Braun. Stay you, out you, of it. You had your shot. You had your belt. Let's we go. We don't want you here. <laughs> Get out of here. You already had a title shot. Stop it. Also, I don't yes. think anybody realized, but the Viking Raiders and the OC have history. Viking Raiders and OC have history. Okay, go on. Going back to 2017, when they were known as the War Machine and the Bullet Club. In NXT. No. Where? New Japan. Wow. I got you. Yeah. Mm. And the only reason I know that is because I watched the Chris Jericho, uh, the first Jericho Omega match at Wrestle Kingdom. His first match in New Japan. Okay. They were on that card, I'm pretty sure. It's either that or I was reading up on New Japan and then decided to watch one of these matches. <laughs> okay. One of the two. So back in April, by the way, it was uh, around April 22nd is when the Firefly Funhouse debuted. And it's September. Yeah. So uh, looking back on it, maybe not. Uh, I think the only reason people are saying it's too soon is because he's only wrestled one match. He has only wrestled one match, yes. Like bell to bell has only been one time and it was against Finn Balor. Technically it's two matches because he had the dark match against his brother. Okay. On television, <laughs> his uh, brother and his friend. Yes. On television it's just just a little bit. Yeah. Also, hang on a second. How can you have two incredibly gifted wrestlers have their sons be the B team? All right. Right? Shameful. You know how much of a shame Curtis Axel has to be to the entire Henning family? Henning family. <laughs> but your grandfather. And Bo Dallas to the entire Scheister family? <laughs> yeah, Scheister family. That's his real name. Uh, oh, family. hang on. <laughs> Going back to that comedian that was at the, at the SmackDown show, uh, he was saying, yeah, I could tell when it went to commercial because the Jews came out. And he was talking <gasps> with someone. He's like, what are you talking about the Jews? He's like, oh, it was people that weren't dressed in wrestling gear and they came out in suits. I figured it was Jews. <laughs> He's Jewish. Though. He's so Jewish. So he can say his, he's Jewish, and his dad survived the Holocaust. So he can oh, do it's it. okay. So he can, he say can do it. He can say whatever. What the hell's going on here? Uh, Baron Corbin. And he Chad. got all excited. Well, the Jews are coming out. It's my people. <laughs> people in suits. They have to be Jewish. They're in suits. Chad Gable and Baron Corbin, um, the King of the Ring. And uh, when do we? Whenever the King of the Ring was announced, I got to look that up too. And uh, I think we we. Both said Corbin from like the get. Oh, immediately I said Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. <laughs> it's just like, hey, I, I said Baron Corbin, even though Drew McIntyre was in there. And as yes. soon as I said Baron Corbin, I was like, ah, maybe Drew. Yeah, I, th- I thought Drew. Then you realized Drew was hurt, and you're like, okay, uh, it's, it's definitely, definitely Corbin. It's definitely Corbin. It is definitely Corbin. Well, to I, me, it was the, after Drew was eliminated, it was either going to be Corbin or Elias. And Elias got his ankle busted. So it's a definitely, now it's it, definitely Corbin. Yeah. And as soon as Elias got hurt, right. if you want to believe it. Had to be Corbin. Yeah, had to be Corbin. I I I, all I did like hail the fact that he all hail King Corbana Corbana no uh, Corbana Corbin nah Corbin nah 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 I appreciate the 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 avenue that it took for him to win. I did like the triple threat uh, aspect of it, and uh, yeah, um, that it wasn't like a straight shot. But uh, yeah, you're you're new king of the ring. I, I also didn't like how they had the coronation the next night. You know what I mean? Okay. Every King of the Ring, as far as I remember. Has been the, the night of. Not even the night of. It's been directly after. <laughs> after the match was the over. The second after, yeah. The Austin promo, Austin 316 happened right, right after. after. He was walking. He even said, yeah. get that piece of trash <laughs> out of my ring. <laughs> yep. Poor, poor Jake. Poor Jake. <laughs> poor Jake had an awesome career. Just created a downward spiral yeah, from Poor there. Jake had an awesome career and literally, literally, you you created Stone Cold from your, your club. Oh, yeah. 
from your from your Bible quote, you you created so called Steve Austin. Um, speaking of poor, uh, poor Mike Canellis. Uh, I, I, I here's a, here's a hot take. Uh, future uh, WWE champion, Mike Canellis. Mike Canellis. Yes. WWE Universal. I'm just, I'm just saying that out there. I'm just putting it out there because whatever. Like, I, um, I agree he will eventually be a champion in the WWE. <laughs> I don't know about the WWE champion. I think he's going to he's gonna turn on Maria, and Maria's going to be become his bitch. Once and, the uh, baby's born, he's just going to stun the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you, bitch. Yeah. Uh, he gets beaten by Ricochet. <laughs> Maria just yeah, is, is a bitch. All right, so wait, who's the father? Is it Ricochet? Is it Dawkins? Is it Rusev? Like, what are we doing? Uh, yeah, really. Also, Rusev came back with... His entire body tanned, tanned, and his head was white as fuck. Cut, yeah, white. <laughs> he screwed out. He screwed out a big time. And the porn stash, the porn um, stash makes him look like he's about to do the Casablanca revival. I like how <laughs> Casablanca. I like how uh, Cole was like, uh, "What? What is? What does uh, Lana think about all this? Like, he's married." <laughs> Lana was in London for Fashion Week. Yeah, she's so hot. Here's um, my question: At one point, do you think they have the baby on the pole match? <laughs> they should. All I cracked up when he custody, said that. Custody. I, said that, I thought Eddie Guerrero <laughs> immediately. I was like, they're going to have a custody of Maria's kid match. It's a baby on a pole match. I thought that was hysterical. I, I cracked up. Oh, but um, wait. Let's put Maria on the pole, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they got in this position in the first place. Um, Mayor Glenn Jacobs was your new uh, 24-7 champion for for about a half a I day. I love how they called him. They didn't say he was Kane. No, they didn't use, they didn't use Kane. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Mayor Glenn Jacobs. I also, when he, I, I did. Don't have, I know you, dog? <laughs> President, I did crack. Up, I did crack up when he, he, which was you saw it coming a mile away. But when he ran into the uh, the goalpost, yeah, bounced off it. I was Yo, like, like, why that, couldn't that he do one move on him? Yeah, all he did was let him run away and then pin him yeah, as soon as he ran away. And also, where was the where the ref come from? Uh, he came out of the tunnel, if I'm not mistaken. No, the referee was the, the, was there the entire time. Remember, he pulled him over. He pulled him over and, and, and onto the field, and he took off his his uh, cop outfit or whatever he was wearing. It was a, yes, you're right. Where where was the you're ref right. during the after the uh, when Archer limo? Yeah, yeah. When Archer was on the <laughs> that limo, referee came out. There's of nowhere. just a referee right in the <laughs> oh, <pink. laughs> that referee the came out of nowhere. At least the first time there was a referee on the field. All right, yeah, I did forget about that. Um, Rey Mysterio defeating the uh, the jobber Cesaro. Um, man. You just get to say NXT already and get this over with. Yeah, he. You know who I want to see him fight with in NXT? Only Lorcan. Okay, that'd be an incredible that'd be, series. That'd be good. And then I want to see him go after Walter. Okay. Also, the Imperium made an incredible fucking pick. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We, we yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, SmackDown: uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks uh, defeat. Uh, whoa, whoa, the whoa, 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 What? Oh, I'm sorry. That was my bad. I thought you were just completely skipping over to SmackDown. No, I was like, there's no, a lot left. No, no. By Bailey and Sasha Banks defeated the, the Before the that, champs. though. Rey Mysterio and Cesaro. After that. So somewhere in between those two. Yes, go ahead. The AOP. Oh, the AOP. Yes. Are they just going to like break everybody in half? I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't know what language that was. Uh, I really wish they would have said it. Honestly, I don't know either. I didn't know. Huh? I'm going to assume. Oh. And it's oh, just me oh, being oh, ignorant. Oh, oh. <laughs> what happens when you assume? Go ahead. It's uh, some sort of Arabic. I'm going to. Or Samoan. I'm not going to say Samoan. I don't know what it is. I thought they were Samoan. Um, I didn't think they were Ar- so, yeah, Arabian. So, is you're, that you're, the right word? Are you still assuming? Oh, yeah. I always do. <laughs> That's well, how I made it this far. Well, on assumptions. <laughs> That's why I'm so, I'm so successful. Um, 
where, where are we here? Uh, okay, so AOP and then the SmackDown. Uh, yes, women's champion Bailey and Sasha Banks uh, beat the tag champs. The Boston uh, Hug win. Really quick, I want to talk about uh, Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss and a, a ton of videos online talking about when Bliss made that flip on the apron onto the two of them. Uh-huh. And how Bl- how Banks has is notorious for moving out of the way on flips like that and getting, yeah. but especially on Bliss because of the, they are uh, known they're known hatred for each other. Yeah, they got real life heat, real life heat. So um, there was there were some kicks that Banks was doing to Bliss's uh, stomach, and she was like basically blocking them out of the way. Yeah. But then when Bailey did it, like she just took the took the hit. Um, so I, I just found that interesting with that. Uh, Lacey Evans, who um, I, I think secretly might be my favorite. Other than like Mandy Rose might be my favorite person, like looks wise or wrestling wise. Looks okay, yeah. I was gonna say Lacey Evans, <laughs> uh, wrestling. She, hang on, she does wrestle, but Mandy Rose. That's where my qualm was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't, Thank I didn't, you. Let me clarify that. Who's the better wrestler between the two of them in your eyes? Evans and Mandy Rose. No, Evans and Dana Brooke in the match. Oh, in the match. Uh, I listen. Dana Brooke is is really athletic. She was very very athletic. Yeah. It's just her character is just not over, and I think there, she has no character. She has absolutely no character. She's just herself, right? And that's a problem. And so she will. Drop. It's only a problem if yourself cannot be a character, right? And so because some people take the cat like their character is just them accentuating themselves, except, like right. Sasha. Like she's playing on like the fact Sasha, that like, that's what people think of like her. Becky Lynch, yes, like yes, it's, it's like kind Charlotte of turned. Yeah, it's turned I mean, up to, to kind of not to, really, to eleven. So uh, Charlotte is, is a different story. Like Charlotte is very. If you like listen to her like in actual interviews, she's very like humble and very like yeah. kind of like not soft spoken, but she kind of is. Well, she had to when your dad is saying I'm I the know. best in the fucking I world. Know. You, you gotta, gotta be you like, gotta, you gotta step it up. And when Ugh. she gets in that ring, man, she's like, like the, <laughs> you saw when she she hugged uh, Offset when he was <laughs> that stupid whole promo thing. Um, he comes walking out of the ring and like horrible job announcing her. Yeah, it was horrible. That, that job. Was Queen awful. Flair, the fuck man. that was that was awful. Get anyway, your shit right. You saw her like kind of like humble down, and then she you saw the face like kind of change, and then she walked to the ring. Anyway, Lacey Evans, I thought was uh, better, slightly better. I'm not match. saying in that match. Obviously, she was better in that match. Overall, she won. I think Dana Brooke actually. Really? Yeah, I do. That's interesting. It just I, again, I think she's a really good wrestler. I think she can actually wrestle. The problem is that she has a horrible gimmick. Yeah. Which right. is done. She, she has no gimmick. So yeah. you, you're just coming out there as a glorified jobber. That that's basically what you're getting paid for. Yeah. Now um, let's get into the best part of the night. Was it, oh, was it Rollins and Rude? That was a okay, no. hell of a match. After that, <laughs> after all that, when the uh, hell of a match, I'll give you that. Yeah. So, but the ending is like, all right, come on. So then, uh, it's a, it, Rollins getting his have... ass kicked and uh, Demon Kane. Is that Hang the best on. part you're talking about? No, I have a <laughs> quick note on the Seth Rollins Robert Rude match. Sure. To me, Rollins needed to beat Robert Roode because after getting pinned by him in the tag match, it would have made Braun look weak. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because how are you going to have Seth get pinned by by Roode just for Seth to beat Braun later on? Right. So I think they had to do this match as a main event to be like Seth isn't weak because it, it like Braun isn't weak. It was just a weird... You speak, by the way, a, uh, that's a AOP, job. AOP, Punjab. Ah, Arabian, all right. In, Indian. Okay. Not, not Arabian. Is it an Arabic country? <sighs> okay. Well, what it describes an Arabic country? I don't know. Uh, let me say Iraq, Iran, like those Middle Eastern countries, Saudi Arabia. And where is India and all that? 
India, in Asia. Okay. And the rest of them aren't in Asia? They're in Europe? Oh, there you go. I didn't know that. I thought all of them were kind of that's, that's just, that is in the of same Asia. area. That is part of Asia, but India, India is, is its own sect. Just like Queen of Brooklyn are its own sects. Moving on. So, um... <laughs> I'm about to fucking walk out, bro. We're not doing this again. So, as Demon Smack. Kane comes out. <laughs> Demon Kane. I like making you cry. Demon Kane comes out and destroys everybody. I'm and about to burn it down. Slow- <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Those 40... I'm, I'm coming after... I don't know where you live. I'm going to find where you live. I'm going to come after you. I will 40, find you. I will find you. And, and I, I will kill you. I will kill you. <laughs> 49ers do not take care of the Steelers. With no Brett... With no Roethlisberger, I'm taking care Did of you. Did you almost say Brett Favre? I was going to say Brett Favre. With no, <laughs> I was going to say Brett, Brett Roethlisberger for some reason. <laughs> with no Ben Roethlisberger, I'm going to come after you and I'm, I'm burning this whole show to the ground. Um, Demon Kane comes out, <laughs> destroys everybody in like slow motion. It was like he was he was like running through like yo the pops that he got he did get well was awesome. obviously yo but like <laughs> imagine if like <laughs> imagine if De Blasio came out. Obviously not well well liked as a mayor. Oh, he would get, a get heel, that. He would get a heel boo. Oh yeah, yeah. But it'd be awesome. Yeah, everybody would be like, <laughs> "You should cut, you <laughs> get the shit beat out of him." <laughs> Next time in New York, go for the twenty twenty four seven title and uh, this forty eight seven Northeastern <laughs> European American Championship. <laughs> he is great. Um, so then he gets his ass kicked, and all of a sudden behind him is the fiend. I got up out of my seat for that. Yeah. Because I thought it was going to end. It made sense. Yes. Have Kane go out in his hometown, quote unquote. And just have the whole bam with the fire and everything, and that's how it cuts. And then all of a sudden, you get the, uh-huh. the lights whatever. going out. Yep, they need to streamline that a little bit to me, make it clear. Yeah, <laughs> but it, like it, you have one set of lights go out, but the suspense, and then the next set of lights the, go the, out. The length of the suspense, we all know it's coming. Though. Builds up though. It's a build. I want to see the lights go out, and then I want to see the fucking light move. <laughs> that little spotlight. I just want to see. Yeah. I wonder, you, like I wonder if you're there. What the hell was that? It's yeah. like the water boy. Like water boy. I wonder if you're, <laughs> if you're there and you see the guys with the lights and they're, they're putting one on the corners of the rings if you know what's about to happen. I know. That's what I'm pissed about. Yeah. You don't, you don't get to see that on TV. That's why when Undertaker made those appearances, when the bell would toll and the lights would go out right. and then it would toll again, the lights come on and he's there. Right. Perfect. Yes. Why can't you do that? Well, because he's not the Undertaker. But they're trying to make him. He's, he's had his own thing. It's his own light thing. <laughs> um, I, I do like the, the how they're, they're trying to build it up so much so that uh, Rollins is like f- cowering in the corner of the ring, yeah, <laughs> on the floor. So um, Raw, I actually, I actually, I actually like Raw this week. Um, on the SmackDown, I uh, more or less like Raw every week. It's been well because Heyman is, yeah, is a genius. The Heyman's been marionetting the entire roster. Yeah, yes. I've never loved anything more. So. Uh, speaking of Heyman, and that's go, a lie. I've loved a lot more. He got more than that. This is true. Hey, speaking of Heyman, he made his appearance on SmackDown at some point in the night. Uh, started off with Eric Rowan and Luke Harper laying out Daniel Bryan. Like, you know, that didn't start. That was New yeah, Day. No. I'm sorry. I'm wait, wait. I'm in, it's New Day RK, uh, FTRKO. I'm in reverse here. Three on three match. That's right. Yeah, um, you are in reverse. I'm in reverse. <laughs> and then it's, oh, I was actually right. I was actually right. So then Heyman comes out in the beginning of the night, has Lesnar challenge uh, Kingston uh, to Hell in a Cell, and then immediately. Gives him f F5 and, and uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, Brock's got a beard. Brock's got a, like a weird blonde goatee. Peach thing fuzz. On. Yeah, it's, it's weird. And it's, I don't understand why. Very weird. Is you, do you have to uh, distinguish which one is raw Brock and which one is SmackDown Brock? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you need, well, you need a SmackDown Brock. That sounds like some Vince shit. That sounds like something Vince would have done. <laughs> hey, you just got to grow out your beard. You got to look. You got to look different. Got to look different. By the way, and so we had mentioned as far as like the A show and, and uh, B show now, and so 
Fox wants Brock. Yes. Does that make it the A show? It's yeah, debatable. I mean, obviously, you have to make a big a big match for your debut. Yes, so this, absolutely. This is a huge match. Oh yeah, this is a pay per view match. And you're when on, he came out, when that music hit, I was like, "How are they going to set wrong? up a pay per view before SmackDown. SmackDown on Fox?" And they're not because my thought as soon as as soon as he came out, my thought was just, "Okay, we're going to have Brock Lesnar walk into SmackDown on Fox as a champion." Right. Because that's what Vince wants. It makes right. sense. Right. But now that they're having it at that Fox show, I really don't know who's going to win. I'll be honest with you. I think Lesnar's taking it. Well, yeah, but I think Kofi, if Kofi were to win that match, it would be a hell of a statement. Yeah, absolutely. You know, have like a 20, 30-minute match with Brock Lesnar where he's just getting the shit beat out of him so many times. And, and Lesnar can Then he can hits him it. with 12 SOSs or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because that's what's going to take to get him down. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it needs like every single SOS you've ever done in your entire career. Um, all right, so moving on really quickly here. Uh, Eric Rowan uh, sitting in front of Michael Cole looks like he's about to eat him. Um, it just dwarfs he looks like him. a troll. It dwarfs over him. He looks uh, like a troll. Nakamura and, and Zayn uh, just basically kicked the shit out of Ali for no reason. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens in this stupid lawsuit nonsense with Shane McMahon. Um, yeah, and KO. <laughs> he said the. Did you hear him right at the end? He goes, and I got the WWE universe. Oh, yeah, you in a voice. <laughs> Like he's, he's Canadian. His French is coming out. His Canadian, <laughs> French Canadian, just like exploded out of his mouth there. Um, Charlotte Flair defeats uh, Sasha Banks in disqualification. Um, booty song. Carmella. Insert like, booty song there. Where, where Carmella. Did Carmella came out. Came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere. Well, she was sick for a while. No, I know that, and she was on vacation too with Corey. That's why he wasn't there that week. Mm. But why is she helping Charlotte? That's what I'm saying. That's I, what I came you. out of nowhere. I got you. Like you could have had Sh- uh, Carmella on a match. You could have had her in a match. They're playing up to. Uh, they're also they're, they're really good friendship with, between uh, Be- uh, Bailey and uh, Carmella. Um, so we're saying Bailey's going after the time. I mean, Carmella's going after the time. Mm, that'd be that'd be interesting. Uh, yeah, you just got to sleep with one of the announcers. Yeah. Heyo, and there you go. Uh, <laughs> King Corban. King Corban. Nah, uh, Chad Gable uh, destroying <laughs> the coronation. I thought that was uh, actually very cool and almost. Uh, Gable didn't even have to say a word. All the short jokes, though, I laughed at every very, one of very them. Very funny. Every single one of those <laughs> made funny. me chuckle. Very funny. And as a short person, I, yes, I was like, oh, that, that is pretty funny. Um, uh, speaking of uh, Vince, Vince's uh, uh, creative mind at work, Heavy Machinery defeating the B team. Another creative mind at work. You know, Otis didn't have a singlet on this time. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I've said this before. Hide your kids. <laughs> Otis looks like a wrestler in a singlet. Tucker yes. is the one that should be wearing trunks. Yes, and not so much. Aesthetically, <laughs> doesn't look pleasing to watch Tucker wrestle Completely in a singlet. Completely opposite. Uh, Eric Rowan and now Eric Rowan and Luke Harper to lay out Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Um, completely just beating the shit out of out of both of them. Uh, Where I thought, is this storyline going? Uh, I don't know. Some sort of tag match between the two or the four of them. Yeah. Um, I thought uh, when he pulled up the <laughs> the uh, the floor. You gotta be fucking kidding me! What happened? Breaking news. Okay. Oh. Yankees pitcher Domingo Herman placed on administrative leave. Why? Under MLB's domestic violence policy. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Why? You were the best pitcher we had. Kind of. One of the best pitchers we had. All right. That hurts. Can you stop doing that? You know how many people's cars and AirPods are just going to be like, God, what the care. fuck is I he doing? I don't care. I don't care. Why? That makes no sense. <sighs> Son of a bitch. 
I, fucking I, A. Take the show. I'm done. Okay. Uh, well, that's done. So at least we got NXT, which is perfect because I don't even think you watched NXT. <laughs> um, we had a video package to start NXT, and it might have been one of the best production packages I've ever seen in my life. The way the Triple H came out of that part through the rope, not through the ropes, through the curtain, and went immediately to the live shot, I nearly got half a chub just watching it. It was incredible. That being said, we start NXT on TV with a fatal four-way match to determine the number one contender for the NXT women's title, EO or Lo Shirai, depending on which trademark they filed, um, versus Bianca Belair versus Mia Yim versus Candice LeRae. Couple notes on this one. Bianca, I didn't realize how strong she actually was. It was pretty incredible. Mia Yim has 100% got to be a Wu-Tang fan because Moro made these two most ridiculous statements when she was wrestling. She he, uh, Moro Ronaldo, when Mia Yim was coming out, Moro Ronaldo subtly puts it in there that she does it for the children and that whenever... <laughs> Whenever you're in the ring with Mia Yim, you got to protect your neck. If those aren't the two most obvious Wu-Tang quotes ever, then I don't know what was. The only other thing that's better is Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. So if he legit went on national television and said, well, Mia Yim, you know, she's not a person to mess with, I would have lost my shit probably. <laughs> it would have been pretty good. Um, quick note on the, the NXT sign. Like, the signage for NXT now has a WWE emblem right smack in the middle of it. Before, that thing was not fucking there. Why all of a sudden we got to put it in there now? Why? doesn't make any fucking sense to me. <sighs> Next match. I, I can't. Like, this, it's little things that why couldn't you do it at first? It doesn't make sense. <sighs> I'm, I'm back. I'm sorry. Um, I, I didn't notice that. Yeah, not a lot of people did, I don't think. Interesting. But it was just, uh, like, right in the middle right, of the X. Right. I'm looking at it right now. It's it's so weird. It's very subtle. Not oh, subtle. Yeah, no, subtle. Real subtle. I'm looking at it right I'm looking at it dead right now. It's not like it's, like, take up the whole damn thing. Look at it. It's right, just right in the middle of the X. Go, go on. Go on. It I'll looks t- like NXT has acne. I'll, t- I'll put my mic off. Yeah, please, thank you. <laughs> um, Sean Maluda. Versus Cameron Grimes. Grimes wins with ease in a matter of seconds. Completely put him over. Kind of like the um, uh, Jorge Masvidal-Ben Askren fight in UFC. That's almost legitimately what happened. He came. Maluda came at Grimes. Grimes put him down with a high knee. One, two, three, match over. Now, Morrow said something that I had to look up. Sean Maluda is part of the most famous sports entertaining sports entertainment family in the world. He apparently is Afa's nephew. So he's related to all those motherfuckers. And now I know that the only way Rock and all those, the rest of them are related is they are blood brothers. They are not brothers. High Chief Peter Maivia and Afa and Sika are not related by blood. They are related by blood pact. So they're blood brothers in that case. Very interesting. 
Um, best match of the night, Velveteen Dream versus Roderick Strong. And now the prophecy has been fulfilled. All members of the Undisputed Era are champions. All of them. Roderick Strong wins, and the prophecy has been fulfilled. And on the second hour, Pete Dunne versus Arturo Huas, because he's Brazilian. Dunne wins by tap out after finger manipulation. Dude literally, what? You look like you're about to say something. Well, when you put it like that, finger manipulation. like Oh, like Bang Bros? No, no, no. no, I was going to say he got inserted somewhere. (laughs) No, he just took his finger. Like, no, Pete Dunne does. Broken in half? But, yo, this one looked increased. This dude, Arturo Huas, sold it incredibly well. Mm. He legit, like, you can just see his fingers kind of break a little bit and then just go down. But the way he sold it was incredible. Okay. Uh, Denzel Desjardins versus Kushida. Match doesn't start. Imperium invades. Walter has arrived on NXT. And it seems like Kushida is going to a program with Walter because Kushida came out because he wasn't even introduced. Imperium just came out and ran roughshod over this Denzel guy. Okay. And Kushida just kind of laid down the gauntlet. He took out every member of the Imperium and then he tried to get to Walter and then eventually, you know, scurried away in a little bit. But I want to see that be a match for the UK title. Now, one of the best returns of the night. <laughs> Cruiserweight. Number one contender match. Mr. Leo. Oni Lorkin versus the Mothman, Leo Rush. Leo Rush. Great match. I lost my shit when Oni Lorkin, Lorkin quote unquote, hulked up. <laughs> when his eyes looked like he was about to come out right out of his socket. Right. Thought it was amazing. Leo wins in an incredible match. To me, that was uh, Roderick Strong, Pete Dunne. And Leo Rush, those are your three matches of the night. And the last match of the night. The last match of the night. Mr. Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle, Killian Dane in a street fight. The incredibly intense match. And the entire locker room got involved at the end. And there was basically a SmackDown. Remember that SmackDown when Stone Cold came back and stunned everybody? everybody. Yes. It was like that. But it was more along the lines of... Um, but there was that one SmackDown where... Everyone came out one by one, and you would do their finisher on them, yes. and then the next person would come out, do their finisher on them. Right. It was like one of those. Everybody got involved. Pete Dunne, the Forgotten Sons, all the NXT top guys were in that fight. Walter, everybody, so the for, entire Imperium. For his first NXT, what would you think? Amazing. There you go. That's well, not I, first NXT. First live NXT. Live NXT. I thought it was great. Great. Well, there you go. And that's I what, thought this was the better show than the other two. There you go. And that's all you can expect, especially since in that class. That's what going, you have to do now. Going against the AEW. Uh, before we wrap up the show, so on, <laughs> to piggyback on the, the worst news I've heard uh, in a very long time here. So My apologies for having to break that deal. It's, it's all good. Domingo Herman placed on administrative leave under the joint MLB-MLBPA uh, Player Association domestic violence policy uh, announced today. Unclear as to what led Herman. Uh, to being placed on leave, we fully support all measures being uh, being undertaken by the commissioner's office pursuant to the policy on domestic violence. Yankee said in a statement, "We support this policy, which reinforces reinforces that domestic violence has no place in our society and cannot be tolerated. We have followed the lead of Major League Baseball and will continue to provide our complete cooperation throughout the investigative process." MLB and the Yankees said they would have no further comment until the investigation has been completed. Under the joint domestic violence policy, a player can be put on administrative leave for up to seven days, barring an extension. 
He needs to be back by the ladies by and gentlemen. Playoffs. Your twenty your twenty nineteen World Series champions, the Houston Astros. And so, with that being said, stop it, please. Son, There's no fucking wood in here, son of a bitch. <sighs> and on that note, I'm hoping it's just like a quick bam, bam, like just. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna bam bam. I can't. I can't believe it. <laughs> like, what is a quick bam bam? Like, like a like a one two shot to the face, and then it's yeah. Just, I want done. him to go in and out. You're an asshole. I want him to go in in and out. Like, yeah. I don't want him to. I don't stay know what that there. means. I don't know what that means. I don't want him to stay there. That's what it means. We need to. This is how I feel right now, and I, I have to go out on this, ladies and gentlemen, sons of Sam. You can't have a quick bang bang <laughs> unless it's sex. Ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Slam show. Yes. Before we leave, uh, just remember, yo no soy un perdador. <laughs> Sons of Slam show on Twitter, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Son of a bitch. No, Sons of Slam. Sons of Slam. Sons of bitches. We're out. No, sons of bitches. Got a couple of couches. Sleep on the love seat. Someone came seeing opposite to complain about a shotgun wedding and a stain on my shirt. Don't believe everything that you breathe. They get a pocket violation and a maggot on your sleeve. So shave your face with some mace in the dark. Saving all your food stamps and burning down the trailer park. Yo. Cut it. So. The Sons of Slam podcast.